How have the challenges faced by the Federation thus far changed over the years, you think? Well, I do think that uh, in the very first instance, they have taken too long to admit that there were divisions within COSATU, and that sort of did not give them the space to deal with those challenges in time. The second one is that, which I think is more fundamental than the individual uh, uh, identified as causing the problem in the name of the Secretary General. I think when COSATU took a firm position to enter into the ANC leadership race, uh, you know, debate and put its weight in that process from 2005 to 2007, they made certain assumptions that the candidate that they were rooting for one would take the ANC to the left, and secondly, he would unify the alliance, and uh, thirdly, that there would be proper structures to co-determine certain policies, if not most policies, and the direction of the country. And thereafter, they even have more specific things like the campaign against e-tolling, against labor brokering, and against the economic chapter of the NDP, and many other things. But on all those counts, COSATU failed to persuade the ANC in any significant way to change. That, to me, I think was the fundamental issue of saying the assumptions they went to Polokwane with that they would be having a greater influence on the ANC didn't seem to happen. What happened is that ANC became factionalized, and that factionalism whittled down to the level of its alliance partners, whether it was SACP and COSATU. And that is the kind of problem they should be looking at beyond analysis of individuals per se. Mm-hmm. Now this is what the Cosato spokesperson sees where Pamela had to say. For the first time, we find ourselves going into a Congress not even sure which ANC are we supporting because the ANC itself is not even sure who is in charge in most of its regions and structures. So our regions, our provinces are trying to figure out when we say we're an alliance, who are we in alliance with when structures are matching that is structure? So we are going there to reflect on that. That's a, a reflection of what is happening currently within the Labour Federation. Your thoughts on that, Professor? Precisely the point that ANC has been factionalized and ANC has largely been individualized. If you reflect very carefully within the ANC, in the branches, in the regions, and even nationally, much of the time is spent discussing leaders of factions and individuals. So politics have become individualized, and much of the time is either spent defending or trying to support individuals rather than the values and the policies of the ANC. And that in itself is the detraction that COSATU alliance partners ought to be looking at because 
if it continues, it is likely to fragment the ANC, to weaken the ANC. ANC has to go back and say, we want to look at leaders in terms of how they ally themselves with certain values and policy programs of the ANC, rather than to say we want to see how ANC fits into the program of individuals without the policy considerations. And at another level, COSADU will have to reflect very carefully on how it remains a vibrant, independent, uh, you know, voice of the workers, uh, even if at times this may mean that it disagrees with the ruling party, which happened to be in government, uh, rather than being more preoccupied with defending the alliance position, where at times it may be at variance with the interest of the workers. How can Kasato ensure that the divisions seen over the past few years do not arise again and, and threaten the tripartite alliance as it stands? Kosato would have to raise the issue that each time elections are around the corner, attacks on alliance partnerships often rise. Right now you see that in other provinces, attacks against the SACP and sometimes by extension, COSATU, uh, do arise. Sometimes these may be fueled by the fact that SACP or COSATU itself may take a position on ANC leadership succession issues, and therefore they become one of the contesting parties, and uh, the crossfire and the crosswind therefore hit them in that process. But if COSATU would stick to the policy issues as to what kind of a South Africa, what kind of policies, and therefore what kind of a leader would take the alliance forward. And then they begin to discuss issues rather than individuals, because if alignment to certain individuals come, those who support the other candidates will start using that opportunity to say COSATO SACP is trying to take over the ANC and then they get into these factional battles for leadership. Just briefly, Professor, do you think that they will unite after this particular Congress? It's not going to be easy. You may have consensus after certain positions are contested. That is not the issue. They may have the leadership that emerges, but will COSATU be able to reinvigorate itself, to recapture the constituency they have lost and they are losing? That, to me, is the key issue. Remember that on campaigns such as the one against e-tolling, they seem to lose energy once they started having divisions. And in some people, it created a notion that the person who might have been driving it vigorously is the former Secretary General and perhaps some of the affiliates which now seem to have, uh, you know, taken their route. And that is an unfortunate perception. COSAT would have to find a mechanism of re-energizing itself around certain policy issues even if they may cause this may cause discomfort within the ranks of government or the alliance partnership, or 
they may actually suffer competition from other areas which may be more vocal and which may brand them as being, uh, you know, uh, in the same line as government. Professor, as always, thank you so much for your time. A fantastic analysis. That was political analyst Professor Samadoda Fakeni on the line.